Hey, Kilobyte, have you seen Computron today? Uh, Computron said he won't be able to be here today. Something about a science mission? I saw him with Waspinator as well. Huh, interesting. I didn't think those two would uh, get along so well. Well, uh, should we just do this episode without him and then check on him afterwards? That sounds good. Okay, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the podcast about Transformers comics, toys, and everything in between. I'm Onyx Prime with my co-host here. And I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers International Incident Volume 2. And as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read the comic already, we highly recommend you go back, read it, and then come and listen to the podcast. Now, I've heard from some Earthlings that if you click that like button on this video or subscribe, that really helps us grow, and we really appreciate that. Thank you. Now, onwards with the podcast. Uh, this is awkward. Killbite, since Computron is out and about, do you mind telling us some facts about the comic? I can. So let's start with uh, the release of the first issue, which was May 26, 2010, and the last one was released October 13th of the same year. The writer is Mike Costa, and the artist is E.G. Su, Javier Saltares, and Guido Guidi, and the colors are by James Brown. Now for some fun facts. In issue 7, or 1 in this volume, Bumblebee, he's oddly back to his old Volkswagen body, rather than his Dodge Challenger-inspired body, which had been used for the last few issues. Kind of odd, but it could be because of the movies coming in and out. I'll take the sweet boy back in his VW form. <laughs> I do like the Camaro. It looks pretty good. Uh, speaking of odd changes, in issue 2 of this volume, Spike's appearance has changed radically since the last issue. In addition to the new haircut mentioned in the dialogue, looks, well, just just look at him. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a picture. <laughs> yeah, he looks a lot different. <laughs> it, it doesn't look that good. It, it feels like he just got younger out of nowhere. He got younger and he turned into a, a blonde, magically. Well, I've I've heard of hair dyes from the humans, so he could have dyed his hair. Oh, is that like when we get a paint job? I think so. I think that's how it works. Huh, interesting. Uh, well, those are the fun facts, and I guess I'll also give the summary since we're here. If you don't mind. Uh, I do not mind. While the world is recovering from the Decepticon attacks, the U.S. president makes a declaration stating that any country harboring any giant robots will be an enemy of the United States. And then suddenly, the Combaticons appear and start causing problems. Oh boy. <laughs> They're always up to something. This is an issue, pun intended. It's a big issue. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're introduced to the Decepticons on what looks like the moon or an asteroid, hunting down Dreadwing, who stole from the Energon share pile. And we discover that the narrator in this this first issue of this volume is Megatron. Dun, dun, dun! He's alive. He's alive. What do you think about this? I like it. So, other than Megatron, surprise Pikachu, still alive, <laughs> um, we also discover that Spike, Wikwiki, which we mentioned in the fun facts, has taken on Scrapper from the Constructicons all by himself. Yep. What? what like, what? How? <laughs> yeah, human. It, it, and, and he didn't even use any exosuits or anything like that. It was just his normal attire, just kind of like whatever he was wearing. 
And then he suddenly just gets a gun, shoots him, and knocks him out pretty much. I'm like, what? How? I, I don't even think he had a shirt on. What is he trying to do? Rambo here? <laughs> Take Could be a reference. He used like uh, what other humans use for their buildings? Those little um, bars to help with concrete crowbars? Yeah. No, that's not no, it. Um, oh, steel bars? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm not boy, a human yeah. expert, obviously. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that was crazy. I'm scared of that human. Yeah, and and then he was also uh, kind of using a chemical. Yeah. Uh, which which kind of melted parts of Scrapper, which is like I don't want to be close to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no thank you. Mark that human down for I do not want to see them ever. Yep, do not mess with them. So, is there anything else you want to talk about Spike while we're on this subject? He, we can see here that he's kind of going AWOL because he's doing this mission without anybody else knowing, mm -hmm. right? And he's supposed to be part of a team. Uh, and this is going to play out uh, later on in the comics. So... Pay attention, readers and listeners. <laughs> this is this is very important. So we move on to the next point. We shall. Uh, so there's one part about this comic, and we kind of allude to it earlier with the Combaticons and Predacons. Um, there's one part where I think is kind of odd to talk about. It's the Combaticons join North Korea as mercenary services, and I don't know how you feel, but it feels kind of kind of weird. And I'm, I'm fine if we don't talk about that relation, and we can just stick it with the Transformers. Like we don't have to talk about human issues. Like we will just stick to Cybertronians. Yeah, I've heard it's a. Uh... It's a rough topic back on, on their planet, so I'd rather not cause any problems. All right, cool. So we'll move on to the next part, which is uh, one of my favorite scenes in this issue is when a human runs into an Autobot base, asks to talk to their boss, and there's just a pause. Then in the next panel, it's the exact same thing, except now Jetfire, Ratchet, Cliffjumper are all pointing at Bumblebee. <laughs> it's one of those like standstill gags that I think is funny. Yeah, I... I I, I I like that because they're they're like um right here can't you, you did, um <laughs> right it's because everyone's used to Optimus Prime right and they're not used to yeah. like a small sweet boy being the leader yeah and this human probably just remembers Optimus being there probably doesn't know that he stepped down and then the new one is Bumblebee that's true so, that's true but uh, that was very funny <laughs> it's good stuff. And I think you said you like B as the leader, right? I do. I, I like he kind of owns up to the leadership role, and he kind of tries his best, and he's very good at managing, giving commands. He's not uh, kind of scared. So like, not in, in the sense of failing, but in the sense like I've never done this before. I don't know if they're gonna trust me or anything. But I feel like he's already gone through the paces, and like, okay, so they voted me means they. They approve of me being the leader and they'll follow me. So I just got to give it my best shot. And from there on, uh, he just does his best, which I really like. Yeah, well said. <laughs> uh, uh, later on, the Autobots end up going on a super secret mission. And a dock worker is asking too many questions to the soldier that along with these Autobots on this mission. And the soldier ends up knocking them out and throwing him into the water. When confronted about this issue, he responds, he's wearing a life jacket, he'll be fine. My fellow bots, I have studied this comic a numerous amount of times and this image. I regret to inform you that this human was thrown into the water and did not have a life jacket. They had a reflective fleece, like those uh, human uh, con 
construction workers, I want to say. Yep. Uh, all I'm going to say, RIP dock worker. RIP. <laughs> yep. Well, and he's also unconscious. So yep. even if he has a life jacket, uh, if he floats with his face in the water, he's still going to drown. <laughs> right. And he was definitely face down. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so he's, he's, he, he just straight up murdered someone. <laughs> a civilian, no less. Yes. He was just doing his job. He was doing above and beyond his job. He was asking questions. Yep. Which not a lot of bots do. Right. So moving on with the secret mission, uh, what's interesting about the Combaticons is that in this volume, they talk about how great it is to have Swindled gone. And it's something I I didn't notice before, but uh, later on in this series, we'll see that kind of be its own character arc and it'll kind of loop around. So pay attention about the Combaticons and how they handle Swindle. Yeah. I was going to ask Computron a question, but he's not here. Well, we can, he could probably answer it some other time. Uh, yeah. Maybe when we get to that point. But I do like that they their home base is like a, a stadium that's been broken down. And so they've, right. been, they've been paying them with Energon. Yeah. And and so they're right now, the whole plan is to get energon and then eventually they'll find a way to uh like leave and be like do their own thing so right now mm-hmm. they're they're using the humans as a uh, like an energy source provider in a way yeah so uh, yeah. i thought that was very interesting which if you're gonna pick a group of decepticons to be like mercenaries combaticons all the way yeah i really like vortex He's vortex is cool Speaking of which, uh, we see Optimus use his signature move by ramming Onslaught while in truck mode. He not only uses this move once, but twice in this volume, which is the second time ramming into Vortex, which I thought was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I do like, like, he rams into Onslaught, and then he just drives over him, so there's a scene where his tire is, like, uh, like, skit marking his face as he just goes <laughs> over but the whole trailer as well and i'm like oh my god that's so funny <laughs> it's just hilarious how much use he's getting out of that truck mode yep <laughs> and why, why does he even transform if he can do everything in truck right he, he's deadlier in truck mode obviously <laughs> there's a lot of fun scenes in this one like there's uh this moment where vortex jumps up and says death from above only to have thundercracker fly by and knock him back down <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh, thundercracker has joined the autobots at least uh bumblebee goes and talks to him because right. they're, they're fighting the combaticons and do, they do have uh an air vehicle and based on uh what i've said on the summary the u.s president doesn't know that the autobots are working with them or for them right super secret mission yeah so having an autobot flying in the air and trying to cause havoc in another country when he said that anybody including them that has a bot fighting for them is an enemy then it's going to be like hard to explain so b recruits thundercracker and then he helps them uh take care of vortex right it's it's a good time it's it's fun I mean, that's probably the best part of this volume. So, towards the end, we're left with a huge cliffhanger. Bumblebee shows up up to a anti-robot protest and attempts to sway the people that they are the good guys. But Kilobyte, what happens to our poor sweet boy? Uh, a human walks up and says that they're part of the problem and shoots him with an oddly familiar gun. Hmm, that gun does look familiar. Yeah, it kind of looks like Megatron. Crazy. 
crazy. It is crazy. Interesting, interesting. Wonder what that is going to be about. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Do you have any other things you want to talk about this comic? Uh, I do want to cover one more thing, and is mm-hmm. that there's another country that has their bots uh, has hired bots as well, and these are the Predacons, and they do show up to the battle between the uh, Combaticons and the Autobots, and so now there's a three-way battle of all the bots together and so it's become a mess the whole world finds out that these bots are fighting each other and for for different countries and wait, a minute, that... wait a minute international incident that makes so much sense now <laughs> yep so it's they're all happening in different borders so as soon as somebody crosses a border there's going to be an all-out war between these bots so uh with that with that happening the whole all the humans and and United States uh, have been asking the president for more information. Like, you already said that they're all enemy, but you still have your bots. So this is like contradictory to what you stated. Uh, You've been lying to us. And so this is why Bumblebee shows up and then he gets shot. Poor sweet boy. Eh, I'm not, I'm honestly not a fan of the different countries having different groups of bots. It just feels weird. Yeah. Oh. But especially the bots say that the, the bosses do say it like is this what we're we used to re- reduced to like working for humans <laughs> you know th- right. they're not even happy but they don't have the energy to suffice right yeah shall we move to rod star rating yes you want to go first mm, i can go first i would give this i think i would give it a four uh, i really had oh. a uh like a lot of fun with it even though it's very political but I really liked seeing Bumblebee in command. Uh, the art is very good. There were some funny scenes. I love seeing Thundercracker kind of like fighting for the Autobots. And, mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's nice that they have some uh, supports. Oh, and one sorry, like one of the reasons why they do have Thundercracker is because they even though they have Jetfire, Jetfire is a scientist, so he doesn't have a lot of uh, combat. He was injured, right, or something. He was injured by um, by Vortex in, in one of the scenes. That's right. But they do want to have Thundercracker because Jetfire hasn't seen a lot of combat because he's mostly a scientist. So mm-hmm. uh, they didn't want to like put him at risk by going to somebody like Vortex that's been out there fighting for a while. So that's why uh, Thundercracker is there. Exactly. In case, in case the, 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 the listeners and the, the viewers were wondering. Well, hopefully they read the comics, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would I would probably give it a three three out of five rod stars. Okay, that's it. I mean, I already said what my favorite scenes were. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. It's not like a five, but it's not it's it's not super low either because there's worse comics you could read. Oh yeah, we're we'll get there. Yeah, but I think it was a decent story and a little bit of segue into. The next one that we're going to read. Yeah. All right. So uh, we don't have any emails today, but feel free to send us an email about comments, thoughts, or opinions. But if you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. Ending thoughts. Do you have any toys you want to talk about or any other things you want to talk about before we head out? I do have some new toys. I got uh, a Kingdom Tracks toy. Cool. I want to get the Road Rage that they've announced, but I thought getting tracks first was uh, fun as well because I've never had tracks and I liked his car plane mode. Uh, yeah. I also got from the 86 line uh, the cup toy. Uh, I really like it a lot. I like that he comes with a like a satchel charge uh, and I feel like he's very 
accurate, like the face does look like Cup. Uh, and and then I also got from the '86 line, I got a Snarl, a Dinobot Snarl. Ooh, and you got a bunch really of goodies. Like, yeah, I really like this one. He's very huge. He's uh, kind of like in the like in the cartoon where he was like towering m- over most bots. Uh, I call him a puppy because when I transform him into a, a Triceratops, he's like super huge, but he's like small as a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> compared oh to other other toys and i'm like this is this is just a puppy in in toy form <laughs> <laughs> that that's cool that's cool. i'm jealous the dinobots yeah i know you're they're your favorites <laughs> <laughs> all right do you want to take us out i can if you enjoyed this episode consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing thank you so so much for listening and as always Till all are one. Till all are one. Now to go find Computron. Yes, we, we have to go see what he's doing with Watch tonight. Eh? Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, try checking out the spin off DD series Transform and Rollout Rise of the World Killers. <laughs>